Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I am Steve Hemphill, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action. Our website is active-faith.org. When you think about it, all through the Bible, there's prayer plus action. They had to hold up Moses' arms to beat the Amalekites. They held up a staff to cross the Red Sea. There's blood on the doorpost. There's touching the hem of the garment of Jesus. Uh, prayer plus oil, James 5. It, prayer plus action is the norm. Uh, love to hear your stories or questions. SteveHempel1 at me.com. Last time we asked the question, can scripture increase corn production? In fact, I had an amazing answer to that question. Today, we're going to ask another question. Are demons around the world real? And this would be called the uh, subtitle, I guess, the Tokoloshi story. Mark 9, 18 NLT says, And whenever this spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So this is a an account in Mark 9 of a demon attacking a man and causing the man to hurt himself and foam at the mouth and grind his teeth and become rigid. I talked to a missionary one day from uh, Togo, and he said that when he came to Togo many years ago, he had a, an event happen that helped him understand authority and how people needed to, there to understand that Jesus had power and authority beyond the demon gods they knew were real. Um, he said he, he was sent to an area in Togo that was so dangerous that he was required to have a guard to guard their house at night. They had to have a nine foot fence around the property with razor wire around the top and a guard dog. And, um, and, and this was all the steps that they were required to take to be a missionary in this area. That's how dangerous the area was. He also said that um, there was a demon in that area named Tokoloshi. And Tokoloshi was a demon of death. And you could go down and pay the local witch doctor money, and he would send Tokoloshi to kill your enemy. And every village had people who had died from Tokoloshi being sent by the local witch doctor. So with that backdrop, let me tell you what happened to him. Here he was in a house with, uh, had to have bars on the windows and doors, chain link fence, razor wire, guard, and a guard dog that stayed in the yard. So one night he wakes up suddenly at the sound of a book falling off a shelf. Now a book falling off and hitting the concrete floor makes a very distinctive noise. And he said, everybody knows that noise. That's what it was. He had a little study that was just off of his bedroom. And in the middle of the night at a weird 40 time, something like 2.47 a.m., this, this book fell off the shelf and hit the floor and it woke him up. And he thought, why would it fall off the shelf now, right here in the middle of the night? And he decided he would get up and put the book back on the shelf. So he got up, walked from his bedroom into the study, turned the light on to find the book laying on the floor and... There was no book laying on the floor. He'd heard the sound of a book hitting the floor from falling off a shelf, but no book had done that. He said, that's really weird, and went back to bed and went to sleep. The next day at 2.47 a.m., the exact same time, he heard the sound of the creaking open of the front gate to their chain link fence around the yard. It's a very distinctive sound, the chain link fence gate 
creaking open, go and close. And then the, the clatter or clink of the, the latch falling over in place to keep it shut. And he laid there thinking about the sound of that. He just heard and he thought, where's the guard? Did someone come in and the guard has the guard left? Where's the guard dog that stays in the yard? I don't hear any barking. So he decided to get up and check. And he went and looked out the little window, their front door through the bars. And he saw the guard dog asleep against that gate. And the guard was still patrolling the area. So the gate had not opened, even though he'd heard the sound of the gate opening and the latch falling back in place. He said, that's really weird. And went back to bed. Second night in a row. Third night in a row. He woke up at 2.47, the exact same time again. And he heard this, the sound and felt the feeling of somebody being in the room. And he just knew it was an evil spirit. He just knew in his heart that this was something bad, something evil in the unseen. And so he, he said out loud, in Jesus' name, leave. And started praying. And immediately the evil presence was gone. And the bad feeling was gone. And he went right back to sleep. Then he decided to preach about that on Sunday. Now, he'd converted a few people, but there were a lot of guests that came, and he was working to convert others and share the gospel message of Jesus. So he had church going and decided to um, uh, tell these, these three stories at, at 2.47 a.m. we woken up. So he told the first story uh, about the book falling off the shelf, and he started hearing this whispering and murmuring back and forth in the audience. And uh, he stopped and said, what's, what's going on? What are y'all whispering about? And they said, don't worry about it. Just keep preaching. So he told the second story of the gate coming open and the latch falling back in place. But then he looked and it wasn't opened and, and he just heard the sound of it open. And this time they started murmuring and talking with each other again. Did you hear what he said? He was back and forth. He could see this, this whispering going on. And he stopped the, the sermon a second time and said, what, what is it you're whispering about? What's going on? And they said, finish the sermon and we'll tell you. So he told the third story about waking up and feeling the evil presence in his room and saying, in Jesus' name, get out, and then praying and immediately being relaxed. And it was gone and went back to sleep. Now they're all mumbling. Did you hear what he said? Back and forth. They're all back and forth with each other. And he just stopped the sermon a third time and said, what is it? And one of them finally looked around and spoke up to him and said, we all knew that uh, someone had paid the local witch doctor to send Tokoloshi to kill you. And he said, and you didn't tell me? And they said, no, we didn't know if Tokoloshi was more powerful or if Jesus was more powerful. Now we know. After that, he converted many people to Christ. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to train yourself to remember that any evil spirit you or someone in your family might ever encounter is less powerful than Jesus and the spirit of God that is in you. First John 4, 4, he that's in us is greater than he that's in the world. Maybe you could pray like this. Lord, fill me with your spirit and send the evil ones packing because Jesus and your spirit live in me. Remind me of this authority in the moments I need it most of all. In Jesus' name. See you next time on Battle Plan. We're going to cover our 2023 Spiritual Warfare Q&A plans for Zoom meetings once a month. I want to share the details of that and get give it uh, make it available to everybody. And let me just remind you, keep praying. 
because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.